While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. mango and rum or it's like mango pineapple and something else in rum and it's a weeknight so if you're a teacher drinking along for this one welcome to it my name is ryan i've been doing this podcast classroom brew since about oh i don't know 2017 i think we're coming up on the anniversary of the podcast here pretty soon what is that six years then wow um but hey if you are new to it uh welcome to it if you are returning i appreciate you guys I want to give a big special shout out to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam. They are our current Patreon members. And if you want to support the show, go above and beyond. Get access to some podcast merch like a, a t-shirt with the logo or a shot glass, koozie, or a coaster. Go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. Uh, this week, <clears throat> oh, and if you want to be on the show, you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. I'm going to get better about reminding those things that are important to cover every so often. Um, so this week is, I guess, a welcome sign for the school year because it's not last week. Because last week was, how do I put it? Uh, brutal. It was honestly brutal. Uh, we, we got some, some news last week, not to start a, a comedy podcast with some more dark stuff, but a former coworker of ours who... Uh, was truly a, a phenomenal teacher and, you know, even more incredible human being. Uh, the, the definition of going 100%, 100% of the time uh, for everybody. Uh, always a helpful and listening ear and a good friend. Um, passed away unexpectedly. And it, it brought me back to a post that we looked at on the subreddit Teachers where it was a concern about middle and high school students lacking empathy. And obviously with the, the news of a, a friend and colleague who had just left this summer for a different position elsewhere adjacent to teaching, uh, getting that news is obviously very hard, and there are some students who took it very hard as well, um, depending on their you know, familiarity and relationship with, with that teacher. Um, and also trying to, you know, take care of yourself while you also try to, you know, support students and, and model, you know, appropriate coping mechanisms. Uh, easier said than done. And uh, so Peter has a group that frustrated the absolute hell out of me last year and my student teacher, Hayden, uh, as well. And they're, they're a challenging bunch, specifically this one group out of that uh, cohort or that class of 2025. Man, that year can't come soon enough because uh, those, I, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, those little assholes just lack empathy. And I know this because there were so many instances when I noticed these red flags of these kids 
lacking empathy, not just for each other, but for things in the past, things not related to them, uh, in really disgusting and heinous ways, uh, including laughing about the news about my friend and, and colleague. Uh, I bring this up because I, I'm, I'm proud of Peter, who you know, I went to grad school with and has been on the show many times and we worked together because he somehow made it a teachable moment and, and didn't let those kids off the hook with their truly abysmal and disgusting response. And it's, we almost thought too, when we were trying to give benefit of the doubt uh, to those students, maybe it's that they were uncomfortable and they didn't know how to react or, you know, that's how, you know, sometimes there's uh, cognitive dissonance with, you know, either trauma or some sort of, you know, any uncomfortable situation. It might not reflect what they actually, you know, think and feel. But they're fully aware of when it is and isn't appropriate to do that. And they waited for our principal to leave the room to show this reaction. They were aware that uh, they had to hold it in long enough. And they even had the foresight, or the, is that foresight? The after site, the post site, the knowledge and awareness to realize, oh, that's why we weren't allowed to go to this thing with a speaker, a guest speaker in the building. We can't be trusted. So, you know, you can chime in if you, you like on this one. I, I know this group very well. I noticed a lot of um, issues with empathy for them last year as well, and even two years ago when they were freshmen, a lot of um, gross things that were said and uh, inappropriate reactions to stuff that you would hope, you know, through empathy mapping and discussion and, you know, starting, starting at the bottom of, let's just start with at least, you know, tolerance to others, but then work our way up to, you know, understanding the difference between empathy and sympathy. And this group is just by far the the first and only group that I have never achieved that with uh, throughout the course of a year. Now I should say, I don't need to do that work every single year. There are some groups of students, and I realize we're generalizing here, but you you know what I'm saying, uh, that don't need that work. There are some groups that are, they possess that quality. And it's alarming and overwhelming and frustrating and it makes you angry. And those were the thoughts that, you know, when I heard of this, it went through my brain. Um, but I, I want to give a big shout out to Peter for keeping it together and, you know, trying to make that a moment to not just hold kids accountable, but also point out that that's not an appropriate reaction or response, but there is support if there's something else going on for you. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not trying to generalize this to all you know, students or whatever, but it was for sure disconcerting. Uh, it made it hard. Made it hard to go back to school. The uh, the following days, plural. Hence, we're we're having one. We're having a double tonight. Just to this is the week after that, of course. But still, um, rough go of it. But anyway. Um. So, in honor of uh, <clears throat> my colleague and friend. Uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, we pulled a couple of subreddits. Uh, this is from teachers. This is from, uh, I liked this one because it had a positive spin. And uh, this, this coworker and friend of mine is, is very much so 
uh, positive influence and role model and support system and, you know, just the sweetest person you could ever imagine. And then <laughs> somehow toward the end of uh, her tenure, uh, thanked me for my support and guidance toward her as if I did anything remotely as helpful <laughs> as she did for me. But that is that is her to a T. Um, but this is from uh, the user uh, straight underscore suit 8796. And this is intercepted my first note in class on Friday. And I read this and I was like, oh God, this makes me scared immediately. But it reads, I intercepted a note that two fifth grade students passed in my class. I continued teaching and read the note during my lunch break. I was totally prepared to read something mean about me or my teaching. So you can imagine my surprise as I read, I love my teachers so much, they're so nice. I know this sounds made up, but I swear it's not, LMAO. As a first-year teacher, this meant so much to me. I really doubt myself sometimes, because being a first-year teacher is hard. But this note made me feel like I'm actually not the worst teacher in the universe. <laughs> um, goes on to say, It also reminded me of how lucky I am to have such a sweet class. Also, I know that students shouldn't pass notes in class, but dang, they really pulled on my heartstrings with that note. LOL. Now, initially, the, the cynic in me responded because I read that and I went, come on, it's fake. Come on, they planted it. That was my first thought, I guess, is they planted it. It's a plant, trying to get some points, trying to get some brownie points with you. Brown nosing or whatever the phrase is. Come on. My second thought, assuming it is real, frame it. Frame it right now. You have to frame it. Assuming that it is real, though, frame it. Uh, even if you have a doubt, frame it. If you know for sure and they confess, yeah, it's fake. I was just trying to get on your good side. Frame that shit. Um, the first year really is hard. And I think we all, I, you know, I have the, had rather, the mentality of fake it till you make it. I don't think my first, or my first group of students knew I was a first year teacher. I never said it explicitly. <laughs> I think I just thought, you know, maybe if they don't ask, they won't notice. And they didn't. I revealed it to some of them. Uh, I don't know if we, back when we did the student series, when we would have seniors on, I don't remember if I mentioned it then, or maybe it came up just organically at some point. Um, and I was thankful that they were shocked by that. You just got to go in with enough confidence and enough volume when appropriate, but don't rely on volume because then you're very one note or one decibel, as they say. They don't say that. Uh, but I like that. So that was from uh, Reddit. So check that out if you're ever on that subreddit. I know we got banned from the other subreddit for Ask Teachers because we, made the, uh, we had the audacity to ask a question on Ask Teachers. So get fucked, Reddit. Uh, the next one. This one is the one that we were going to talk about. And I, I was hesitant to go over this because the username. The username, I'm going to do my best to do this phonetically. This is on the subreddit teaching. It is aha hua hua how hua is the username. I'm not going to spell out the H's and the A's and the U's. You can figure it out or you can find it by looking up the fucking post. Uh, this one is student really wants to get suspended, parentheses, eighth grade in the health, uh, health, help section. I'm just going to read what I got here in the screenshot. I got a new student yesterday who came from a very rough district and thought things were similar here. I guess he realized his big and tough, beat up the biggest guy to assert dominance routine, wasn't going to cut it, and he's evolved into acting out just so he can get suspended. 
Day one was just cussing up a storm and begging to be let out of class so he can skip. Yes, he says he's going to skip. He's doing it intentionally. Long story short, it's not working for him. Today, he's involved, or sorry, today, he's evolved, ironically, uh, the term evolvement, that, that is, to sexual harassment directed toward me. Uh, he knows it's unacceptable, which is why he's doing it. But if I actually punish him according to school policy, he gets exactly what he wants. I assume that means uh, being put out of the room. Teachers and admin are aware already, and please do not give me any comments along the lines of placing him in a different class. I guarantee I've been told worse by scarier. What? And he is not hurting my feel. Oh, got it. And he is not hurting my feelings in any way. I'm just nervous he's going to escalate further, but I'm about as stubborn as he is and don't want to reward the behavior. I feel my options are either to let him do whatever he wants or let him get his way. Rock in a hard place here. And they mentioned they marked it as N-A-N-S-F-W? I guess because of the sexual harassment part. Now, my thoughts, honestly, and, and I'll be the first to admit this, I will out-petty the pettiest kid. Now, granted, sexual harassment, that's not being petty. But if a kid's going to cut my class, I'm going to make sure that there's an unmakeable, unmakeupable assignment. Like, if I saw you in the hall, and you're like, I'm not coming today, I'm going to give a do now that you can only do that day, that period, in the first five to ten. Because the nice thing is, it rewards truly every single kid. And then, of course, I go back, and if someone had an excused absence, then I take it out. I'm not a monster. Relax. Um, but yeah, the, here's my thing. I know it's about not letting them get what they want, but I'm also about getting what you want as, a, as the teacher in the best way possible. And if you have to deal with sexual harassment every day or just having to distract yourself, you also have to consider the other students in the room. And so if the best thing for you and the best thing for the other students is that that student that's causing problems is no longer in there, then that's just what you do. I think Hayden put that, he put it very eloquently when he was on, um, when he mentioned that he understood that there were things that I was doing that he didn't agree with in the beginning but he saw that I was doing it because I had to be what other students needed to make sure that their learning environment wasn't interfered with. And sometimes it's being interfered with by themselves. So protecting themselves from themselves, you know the phrase. And um, so, yeah, that's unfortunate. I know that I've had a number of students that they have very intentional, uh, even malicious intent when it comes to their behaviors. And the sad thing is you just have to get the data on it. You got to just anything, every single thing, document it somewhere, whatever your official system is to document it. But my thing too is just try me. I once had to deal with a student for six months and I just documented every time they cursed me out or attacked another student or did whatever else they did that I probably can't go into because of legal reasons, even though I haven't mentioned their name and you don't even know what year or where I work. My name is Ryan. That's all you know. Um, but at the end of the day, as pain, of the a pain in the ass as that was, and as predatory as that behavior was, all I had to do was just out petty. The smallest thing. Like, oh, you're glaring at that kid that you beat the shit out of two weeks ago? I'm uncomfortable with that. You're gone. I know it sounds bad because you want to try to keep kids in the, the learning environment, but it sounds like in this case, there's something deeper going on that you can't solve with 30 other kids in the room or whatever your class size is. It's also not fair to try to solve that in that moment. That's also how you give additional power to this student that is seeking that power. Don't give them that attention that they are craving. 
but then you can figure out what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know if you're going to solve the problem. I'm just saying data is important. And also try me, but also do what's best for your kids. Uh, There've been a number of students that there've been certain boundaries that are crossed and they're fully aware of it. I think my least favorite is the quick apology student where they say something super inappropriate, but then they apologize two seconds later, but then they might still add on an additional clause to what they have just said. Love that for them and for me. But point being, just document the data. I think I'm, maybe I'm getting older in life. Well, I am getting older. We all are every single day we're dying. But maybe as I get older and more experienced in the profession, I, you know, aside from quarter one, because I'm trying to help save students from their bad habits, if a kid's cutting, like, yeah, I'll do something about it. I'll call home, that type of stuff. But if what you want is to not be here, and at the end of the day, you're missing stuff, and then it hurts your grade, I'm not really going to stop you at, at any point. You got what you want. Cool. But there's something that you need that you didn't get. And maybe that makes me, you know, a burnt out, you know, piece of shit teacher, but I just, I'm not about to chase students anymore. I'll do some of that in the first quarter because you want to set the tone. But beyond that, especially if, if you teach high school like I do, some of you guys teach adults, you know? You should not be chasing people at that level. Now, elementary, middle school, uh, gray area with middle school, I don't know. But what better time than to learn a great life lesson than the present? I'm not trying to solve, this isn't an advice podcast. I'm just saying, I'm, I will out-petty the pettiest student every time, but also document your shit and back yourself up and make sure that you haven't done anything that violates anything legality-wise. Why didn't I just say legally? I said legality. Cheers. I say that because uh, I, I have a first period again. It's been a couple years since I had one. And uh, I didn't miss it. I, I like getting another class out of the way. I'm done. I have four out of my five sections completed by 1230. And then I just have one more to get through. I do like a back-to-back prep period. That's nice because a prep period is never long enough. And back-to-back prep periods is still not long enough, but it's more than one. Uh, but anyways, I have a first period, and we are now, by the time the episode comes out, we are done with the first five weeks. We're over a month into the school year, uh, for, for, with students, that is, not just, you know, teachers. Students are over a month in, uh, for my district. And I had a student with the audacity, and mind you, it's week four at the time that this story is taking place. This student, I think I've seen once, maybe twice. Couldn't pick them out of a lineup. But they have the audacity to come in late during a think aloud of direct instruction. And their first thought is, who are you? I'm the fucking teacher, man. (laughs) Like, I know you don't recognize me because you never come to this class. But you know what? My, My honest... In that moment, reaction. I wasn't trying to be petty, but it came off as petty. But I genuinely was asking, who are you? I had no clue. I don't know you. We, they never updated your picture in the gradebook system because you're never there on the days they can update it. Who are you? You're asking who I am when you enter my room? You know my name. It's on your schedule. 
He walked into the room that has my name on the door. <laughs> you know, the first, first thought is, and it's a recent picture, by the way. I haven't aged horribly in the last two to three years from whenever I took that photo. Uh, your first thought is, I'm going to question him. <laughs> He's teaching at the front of the room right now with three kids in, small, uh, in their own small groups or whatever. And the first thing I'm going to do is question who the fuck he is. I'm going to involve myself. This seems like a mystery that no one wanted solved, but I'm going to solve it. That's what it seemed like to me. And could you imagine how angry they probably were that I asked who they were in response? Oh, contraire, student that I think is on my roster, and I have a 90% probability of correctly guessing which one you are. Who are you? No, 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 no. Not who am I, the teacher who's paid to be here right now. Who are you who I have never seen? And who will subsequently complain that they have an F, despite that they have the fact that they have never turned anything in. So they should have a zero, but instead they have like a 40-something because we can't go below 45 in most categories. Just letting some stuff out, guys. Just venting a little bit. Could you imagine that, though? You enter a teacher's classroom like a suspicious detective, schedule in hand, knowing my name, and still questioning if I am who I say I am. Or something. I don't know what's going on. You tell me. You ever had that happen? Attendance is low. Who the fuck knows? Uh, I saw Teacherman91. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's great. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast at some point. That would be awesome. But he posted this, uh, this clip with his thoughts on like, what are we doing here about trying to go viral and stuff like that? And it's this teacher, and I don't have much to say about this. I'll keep this short. But it's a teacher going viral because at the end of the school day or after or whatever, she writes, uh, high five, hug, and kiss on the chalkboard. I don't know where this is, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's somewhere where that is somehow acceptable. But the students come up as they're leaving for the day, and they get to point to if they want a hug, a high five, or a kiss. Hey, the fuck are you doing? Devin, C Devin Siebold used to have that segment about teachers in the news, and it was hard to find stuff that wasn't creepy like this or, uh, or grooming. And I'm not saying that's what's going on here, but what are you doing, man? Don't do that. I know that these kids are consenting, but they're too young. You're an adult. Why are we kissing cheeks? That's not legal. That can't be legal. Where is that legal? Nowhere. I already found out. Didn't have to look it up. I know. So yeah. Uh, I guess, and his point too, Teacher Man posted this, giving his commentary on like, it's, you know, you don't have to just go viral at the expense of whatever this is or whatever the, uh, the students are being subjected to. But come, I, just do you, get the bag. But there's a limit. And I agree. There's a limit. Just don't kiss. Don't. I don't know how, I can't believe I have to say that on this podcast. And I don't, you guys know it if you're listening, but wow. Yeah. Is it too early to be looking forward to, to uh, Thanksgiving break and winter break? <laughs> I can't complain too. I'm gone for half of October. I'm gone the 13th through the 31st. That's technically more than half of October for the wedding and honeymoon. So I really can't complain. I'm already making the stuff too, to automatically post on Classroom and AP Central for my AP class and my AMBAR class and my US classes. It's project based for the three classes. And then for the one, it's 
stuff that's already digital assignments that I've created years ago. And man, it's going to be great. It's going to schedule the post. No one's going to do anything. So I'm going to come back with nothing to grade. It's going to be awesome. It's going to suck, but it's going to be awesome in terms of a grading standpoint. Ah, the damage. We're going to see if I can get these kids to write. Busting my ass in the first, what is it, month now so far. So by the time we get to mid-October, I will have done so much writing work with these kids that I hope they're ready for their first ever research paper. We'll see. And then the AP kids, I don't know. I had such a great group of AP students last year. I was thinking for sure we'll get somebody above a one, but just the reading levels that you know we're dealing, or even just the test stamina and anxiety, we just couldn't get anyone above a one. Uh, and I know you're thinking like, man, you must suck at doing AP, but it's never happened at our school, ever. Uh, so I don't know. That's not you know deterring me. I'm not going to quit on AP. But the urgency that I felt last year, which was for sure the best effort I ever gave in AP, because, you know, I had all these years under my belt and I was excited to have a full year in person and I wanted to make it more interactive and, you know, I did truly the most in a good way. But I don't have as much urgency this year because I just, I know this group uh, and already we're seeing some signs of them skipping out on most of the uh, assignments or skipping class on occasion. That is what it is. But yeah, I, I'm still looking forward to break, but October's coming up. I think it's like by the time the episode comes out, approximately, what, 23 days or something like that? Man, I can't wait. So hey, if you want to help support, because paying for a wedding is like just giving up your salary for a year, uh, depending on how long or how much and where and all that stuff. So you know, uh, patreon.com slash classroom brew to join the Patreon. So $2, $4, and $7 tier. You don't actually have to do that, but there is the, those different tiers which have different benefits. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, one more big shout out to James, Lish, Cindy, uh, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam, uh, our current Patreon members. So thank you guys for that. Um, someone I worked with at a gym actually in the summer, Nettie, uh, has been in her first year of teaching. So shout out to Nettie if you're listening. Hey, I hope it's going well. Sorry, I'm really bad at, at responding. To, I think we both are, you know, we get to it when we get to it. So actually, that makes me feel better that we are both of this, cut from the same cloth when it comes to texting. But I uh, hope you guys are doing well, though. Uh, I probably have to record ahead of schedule for the honeymoon period of uh, my life. I'll have to do that. But if you want to be on the show, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. Uh, again, be on the show or reach out to somebody that you think might like the show or want to be on as well. Uh, but until next week, guys, stay safe and class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.